Good morning and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday, December the 7th, 2021. Uh, we'll be following the order of Maddens on page 219 of the Lutheran Service Book. Page 219 of the Lutheran Service Book. Uh, our psalm today is Psalm 25, verses 1 to 7. Psalm 25, 1 to 7. And our hymn is hymn 332. 332 stanza 6. And today is St. Ambrose Day, and so we'll hear more about him at the end. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ, King of alms to save us. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O come, let us worship Him. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in His hand. The strength of the hills is His also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. 
Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Psalm 25, verses 1 to 7. Psalm 25, verses 1 to 7. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love. For they have been from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our hymn is hymn 332, stanza 6. 332, stanza 6, Savior of the Nations Come, which was written by St. Ambrose. Stanza 6. For you are the Father's Son, who in flesh the victory won, by your mighty power make whole all our ills of flesh and soul. 
reading today is from 1 John, and I just closed it. Hold on one second while I reopen my app and get to the place. From 1 John chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we have seen it and testify to it and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father." And with his son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This is the message we heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, We have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I am writing you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he's in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because his darkness has blinded his eyes. I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. 
And I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. We sing the responsory for Advent. Uh, you'll find that in the, in the Vespers, page 230. The response for the congregation is, This is the name by which he is, will be called, The Lord is our righteousness. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Our reading today comes from St. Ambrose of Milan. So you got to hear one of his hymns, and now we get to hear him speak. I think I shall not seem to be talking too much on myself if, in the midst of my children, I yield my desire to teach, seeing that the master of humility himself has said, Come, ye children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Psalm thirty-four, eleven. We therefore, being anxious to imitate his reverence for God, and, and not without justification and dispensing grace, deliver to you, as to children, those things which the Spirit of wisdom has imparted to him, and which have been made clear to us through him, and learned by sight and by example. For we can no longer now escape from the duty of teaching, which, needs, which the needs of the priesthood have laid upon us though we tried to avoid it. For God gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. I do not therefore claim for myself the glory of the apostles, for who can do this save those whom God, the Son of God himself has chosen, nor the grace of the prophets, nor the virtue of the evangelists, nor the cautious care of the pastors." I only desire to attain to that care and diligence in the sacred writings which the apostles placed last in the duties of the saints. And this very thing I desire, so that in this endeavor to teach, I may be able to learn. For one is the true master who alone has not learned what he taught to all, but men learn before they teach and receive from him what they may hand on to others. But not even this was the case for, with me, for I was carried off from the judgment seat and the garb of office to enter on the priesthood and began to teach you what I myself had not yet learned. So it happened that I began to teach before I began to learn. Therefore I must learn and teach at the same time, since I had no leisure to learn 
before. We sing the Benedictus, the Benedictus. It's right after the Te Deum, and we'll sing that during Advent, if that's okay, just as a change. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant the oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness be for him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, when the day shall dawn upon us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. O God, you gave your servant Ambrose grace to proclaim the gospel with eloquence and power. As bishop of the great congregation of Milan, he fearlessly bore reproach for the honor of your name. Mercifully grant to all bishops and pastors such excellence in preaching and fidelity in ministering your word that your people shall be partakers of the divine nature. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you've safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. A paragraph about Ambrose of Milan, pastor and hymn writer. Born in Trier, North Africa, in A.D. 340, Ambrose was one of the four great Latin doctors of the church, with Augustine, Jerome, and Gregory the Great. He was a prolific author of hymns, the most common of which is Vini Redemptor Gentium, Savior of the Nations Come. His name is also associated with Ambrosian chant, a style of chanting the ancient liturgy that took hold in the province of Milan. While serving as a civil governor, Ambrose sought to bring peace among Christians in Milan who were divided into quarreling factions. When a new bishop was to be elected in 374, Ambrose addressed the crowd, and someone cried out, Ambrose, bishop! 
and the entire gathering gave their support. This acclaim of Ambrose, a 34-year-old catechumen, led to his baptism on December 7th. So he was not even a Christian yet. He was going through instruction, and he was governor, and they, they're calling out for him to be bishop. Um, he was a consecrated bishop of Milan, a strong defender of the faith, Ambrose convinced the Roman emperor, Gratian, in A.D. 379, to forbid the Arian heresy in the West. At Ambrose urging, Gratian's successor, Theodosius, also publicly opposed Arianism. Ambrose died on Good Friday, April the 4th, 397. As a courageous doctor and musician, he upheld the truth of God's word. That's why in the reading today he was saying, you know, that he's not fit to be a bishop or to be an um, evangelist or a prophet or a, that he's just, just a teacher. You know, he, and he had to learn as he taught. Well, thank you all for joining us this morning uh, for Maddens and Prayers. And we'll be meeting again tomorrow and also Thursday. May God bless you this day.